Welcome to the Emily Osmond Show, your place to learn how to market yourself online, find your tribe, and grow a business doing the work you love on your terms. As a blogger, presenter, and marketing mentor, I understand the ups and downs that come with putting ourselves out there and running our own show. This podcast is here to take you behind the scenes and share the strategies to help you succeed. So let's get into the show. Well, first of all, happy New Year's Eve. I hope that you have something fun for tonight planned, or if you're a bit of a just homebody like myself, it might be a pretty chilled out evening. Either way, uh, I hope you've got something special to see in the new year. And I'm excited by this podcast episode. It's all about sharing my strategies for mapping out your year ahead and giving you a behind the scenes into my plan for 2020. But before we get started, Let me just give you a little rundown of some of the latest reviews we've had. So we are Perfect Society. Thank you so much for this review. You said that you thought you were all over Instagram, but listening to the podcast, you've learned a lot of things. So definitely recommend it to others. Thanks so much to Candice, the lovely Candice. I've worked with Candice inside the Modern Marketing Collective and she was one of the superstars on my business retreat in 2019. Candice is Design by Jones on Instagram. She's an amazing interior designer. She says that she's learned so much for her business and she feels like we're sitting in her car having a chat. So I love that. Thanks, Candice. Also, one of my other students, Bavna, she is super amazing at uh, neuroscience for employees and helping businesses really get the most out of the humans in them. And she says that she's learned lots of gold nuggets that can be applied to create business growth or make things simpler. So thanks, Bavna. And finally, to Bianca Brio Design, an incredible designer there. She says that she loves the podcast, finds it inspiring and motivating to continue working hard on the business. So thank you so much to all of you for taking the time to leave a review. And if you haven't yet. It really is the best way to support the show. So scroll down on all the episodes you see there until you get to ratings and reviews. You'll see a little bit of blue text. Click on write a review and go ahead and leave yours. And if you want to be given a bit of a shout out on the episode, include your business name there too. So consider this episode the sequel to my previous solo episode, episode 24, my 2019 year in review. I'm a planning nerd. I do love planning holidays, parties, and businesses. So come with me as I take you through my 2020 plan, how I create it, and as I share what I do before I start planning, how I come up with my revenue goal, and what I recommend you do for this as well how I create my goals and my tips and tricks for you, what I'm focused on growing this year and my advice for your own marketing channels and the activity that I do and how I map it all out to actually beat the overwhelm and keep the momentum going. So number one, let's start at the start with vision. So I want you to think, and you might like to kind of work along with me on this one, grab a notebook and pause me where you need, because I'm going to ask you a few questions. So first of all, what are you actually wanting to create for the year ahead? Let's like not get stuck first of all into the details and figuring out exactly what we need to do. But first, let's get clear on what we actually are creating. So a few questions for you, which I love taking a little bit of time to reflect on. How do you actually want to feel 
during the year ahead. Perhaps you could ask yourself how that's different to how you felt during 2019. I like to do words of the year. And so for 2018, my word of the year was calm because I was not too calm in the year previously. And for me, that was so important. So have a think about how you want to feel. Then who do you actually want to be? How do you want to show up? And what does this look like to you? So maybe it means you commit to stepping outside your comfort zone and you can write down a bit of detail into what this might involve. But who are you going to be this year? And this might come into as well the habits you want to let go of. Because often they're some of the things that can hold us back from getting to where we want to be. What do you want to spend the majority of your time doing? Which is a pretty big question, but what are you actually going to focus on doing in the business? And what do you want to create? Which is probably the most exciting question of all, is what do you actually want to create and deliver and offer in 2020? Now, being a pretty visual person, I love to create a Pinterest board. You can take the images from there and create a collage as well and print that out. And I've done that in the past too, to come back to time and time again. But what I like to do is kind of search for different image types on Pinterest and start collating basically a visual representation of what I want to create, who I want to be and what I want to offer for the year ahead. And I actually create a couple of future boards too, because I'm like, you know what, I can't try and do everything in one year. That's just silly. So let's get clear on what I want to create this year. And then I can create and pin a couple of the extra things that I find and do want to do at some point. I can put them in the next year or the year after that. So that's kind of what I do. And then it's interesting because when it comes around to next year, you've already got your pin board there with those images that resonated with you the previous year. So then you can check in on how things might have changed because I can tell you now we can do all of this, but often things do evolve and change, which is all part of it. I also wanted to make note that you can write this out if that feels better to you and and more exciting to you than doing a Pinterest board, or you could record an audio for yourself to listen to. And I like the idea of actually testing that one out for myself too. So I might go ahead and do that. All right. So first of all is the vision, like I've spoken about. So hopefully you might've paused me or you might put some time in your schedule to come back and do this, but it really is the first step to actually like get clear on what we want to create. Once we've done that, I then get clear on my priorities. And this is all about your revenue number. This is the financial number that I want to reach for the year ahead. And what's come clear to me over time, and I've fallen into the trap of it, is that the number has to have an actual reason behind it. It has to have a why. It can't just be something that I pluck out that sounds good. Let me just play along with you here. Do not just pick that number out and think, you know what, 100 grand would be great or 200 grand or whatever that number is that you'd like to reach. We need to be a bit more intentional than that and practical too. So if we say start with that 100 grand figure and then we take off 30% or so for operating expenses, give or take, depending on your business, and then another 20 to 30% for tax, doesn't leave you with a whole lot of profit at the end. Again, I've fallen into that trap too, thinking, oh, that would be a great number to hit. But now I get a lot more clear around what's the revenue number and then what is the profit that I actually want to have with those expenses taken out too. 
So I want you to start with that profit number. How much profit do you want to make in your business in 2020? And I must say, like, I'm not a financial planner or accountant or anything like that. This is just the process I like to go through and, of course, seek some advice from those experts too. Once you create that profit number, then add in your estimated expenses and the estimated tax to then get you to your total revenue goal. And that will give you that number that you need to try and hit for the year ahead. So when it comes to my business this year, I told you I'd go a little behind the scenes with you here. I'm aiming for a multiple six-figure revenue. What's the why behind that? Because I really don't believe we can have that success or that fulfillment just by throwing a number out there. So for me, the why behind I want to achieve that and why it's important to me and why it matters is that I want my business to support both Conan and myself. We have some exciting projects coming up, some big goals ahead for us. And in the short term, that's building a house in 2020 and going overseas for a month. So not cheap things. And of course, in the future, that includes hopefully some little kitties, which I also hear aren't cheap. So My driving factor right now is actually for me to be able to give Coden the option to work if he wants to, not because we need him to, to have both our revenue, both of our incomes to help us achieve these things we want to achieve. And that's what's exciting me and driving me and why I want to hit that number. So super important. So figure out what that number is and get clear on why that matters to you. Moving on to your one income stream. The newer that you are in business, the more I recommend focusing on just one income stream. Test this, refine this and build it to a point that it's meeting that revenue goal you really want. And this one thing is what you are going to be known for. And sure, test different things. Certainly, I've done that in my business and take a little, you know, taste from all those options that are available to you. But once you find a good fit, focus on it and become obsessed with that offering. So you probably have heard by now that when I started out in business, I didn't really have much of a focus. People kept telling me to focus on Instagram and I just refused. I was like, no, I can't just focus on one thing. However, 2018 things changed and the focus, the one key focus for my business was my online group coaching program, The Modern Marketing Collective, where I teach female entrepreneurs how to attract and convert more clients from Instagram. Now with that focus, I took that income stream, that one offering from zero to a six figure income stream in my business after that year. And you can do the same. You can do the same, but you must have that discipline and that focused. Don't get distracted by shiny objects. And what I've seen people do, and again, don't worry, I'm prone to this at times too, but I wanted to point this out, is avoiding the hard stuff. So spending time on what kind of looks pretty random, but people can get distracted with fun projects like creating a Christmas hamper to sell that isn't related to their core business, nor offers a scalable income stream for them. And I saw this quite a bit over the Christmas period. People would create one small product or or that hamper or that type of thing 
just for a few weeks to market it and put so much energy into it when really it wasn't going to make a big impact in their business and it dilutes the messaging to your audience and it takes time away from actually building that one core income stream. Another thing is people can put on things quite randomly or quite quickly. They suddenly come up with an idea and I'm all about that. Do not stress. I'm all about let's take quick action, but it can be quite reactive. And this can happen with events too. People think of an event idea that they want to run, then they put it all together, plan it all out, create it and offer it without actually having any demand first from their audience. And so they struggle to get sales. They put more focus on trying to market that event or whatever it is they've created quite reactively. Whilst again, their main income stream is sabotage and their messaging becomes watered down. Another thing on this is offering too many services to clients. So again, one offering, one message, one target audience. Start there, make your business simple. Let's take a look at your revenue streams. And for the purpose of this, I want you to focus on just one, the big one. And this might be the first major income stream that you need to establish in your business. Or if you're already an established and profitable business and you've hit that first revenue goal from your first offering, then you can use this exercise to create your second income stream. So work along with me here. And again, if you want to pause me, you can go ahead and do that as you write your answers. So don't think too much, just jot down what comes to mind first. What do people often ask you for advice about? What do you find that you can write or talk about pretty easily? If you're sharing content already, then what do you find resonates with people? What topics seem to resonate? And what seems, and this is the thing that a lot of us can avoid listening to, but what seems or feels just easy for you, but for other people, it just doesn't seem that easy to them or they find it confusing. And you're like, I don't understand. This is easy. What makes time fly? And I don't really mean family time or specific hobbies, but the type of work that you do, what specific thing do you find just time flies and you get lost doing it? Now, this is a big question. If you were to speak on stage and you could just choose one topic, what would it be that you chose to speak about? And what do you actually care about other people getting right or being able to access? And finally, if you spent the next year offering just this one thing, what would it be? Hopefully now you've started to get a little bit clearer on your thing, the topic, the expertise, the product that you're uniquely equipped, you really are to offer. Now, this is your focus for 2020. So in 2019, when I launched the Modern Marketing Collective, people were always asking me for Instagram advice. And the content that I shared that received that engagement was Instagram tips. But I, I've just found it easy. And I was like, I just don't understand how this could be something that I can teach. But I kept being asked to speak about it. And eventually I'm like, you know what? Let's just go for it. I know this is something that I can commit to that I enjoy helping people with. 
in 2019, with the focus being on running my first online program, the Modern Marketing Collective, I've had lots of people coming to me asking for help to create theirs. They're struggling to get started, overwhelmed by the technology and just want to understand a clear process to actually get theirs set up and make it successful too. And so for me, it's obvious that that's the next step for me. It's something that I love. I get obsessed about these online programs and tinkering with mine and making it better and all the marketing strategies that go behind it. So I know there's that demand as well from my audience for help around setting up an online program. So in January, 2020, I'm opening up applications to my new program, which is called Scalable. And that's where I'm going to be teaching how to map out to launch and actually enroll the first students in your online program. And that's going to be sharing all the things I've learned myself. Now, just a side note, if this sounds appealing to you, if you would love to turn your expertise into a scalable business, that's going to actually allow you to help more people create a more consistent revenue and build a more profitable business. Get your name down. Go to emilyosman.com forward slash scalable. So S-C-A-L-A-B-L-E, and you'll be able to get all the details there. Okay, so hopefully now you've just got clear on the one key revenue stream you're going to commit to and not get distracted by in 2020. It's time to move on to your goals. So we know your number, we understand your core offering, and it's time to make sure that these align. We're going to break down your annual figure into a monthly revenue number. So basically we're going to divide it by 12 and this becomes your target monthly revenue for 2020. So let's say your annual revenue goal is 120,000. Your monthly revenue target is then 10,000 because we just divide that by 12. And let's say that that one core offer that you're going to be focusing on is $1,000. So I'm just picking pretty simple numbers here. So this means you need to sell 10 of your core offer at $1,000 each to meet that monthly revenue goal of $10,000 and your annual revenue goal of $120,000. So hopefully that makes sense. All we're doing is figuring out your monthly number because I find that a really good way throughout the year to actually see how I'm going to track and then actually be like, you know what, this was an awesome month or this month, what happened? What did I change that actually changed that revenue that was coming in? So I like to break it down into monthly goals for myself. Then I use the SMART framework for goals with a little twist. So you might've heard of SMART goals. So this is an acronym. So SMART S specific. M is measurable, A, achievable. Now I changed the R to be really exciting. So not realistic. I feel like we cover that in achievable. So really exciting. And then T is time-based. Just Google smart if that didn't make sense. But it's basically just how we check our goals are something we can actually achieve and we're really clear about. So for instance, this might be the smart goal if those numbers were what you wanted to achieve. So in 2020, I will average 10 sales of my core service per month to generate a revenue of $120,000. I want you to ask yourself when you set that revenue goal, is it achievable? Does it excite you? Can you actually execute this with what you have in place? And if you can't, do you need to look at getting some help, hiring some people? 
If the answer is no to these questions, then adjust that goal until it becomes smart. Hopefully you can see how creating your goal in this way avoids it being something wishy-washy like I want to make more money or I want to grow my business. A fail-proof way to test if your goal is smart is if you can clearly tick off when it's achieved. So you can't really tick off, I want to make more money. How do you know once you've achieved that? But you can tick off in 2020, I will average 10 sales of my core service per month to generate a revenue of $120,000. Stop me, create that SMART goal based on that one core income stream and your, your number for the year, your revenue target number for the year. And then let's keep on moving. All right, strategies. So once you're clear on your goals, do not stop. And this is where I find a lot of people, they've created that goal, but they don't have any action tasks, any strategies in place to actually help them get there. And this is what I teach about a lot inside the Modern Marketing Collective too, is we set the vision, we set the goals, but then we get very specific around how we're actually going to create those. And we do monthly check-ins too, which is lots of fun. So we can actually see every month how the ladies that I work with are going. You must have strategies in place and this is where your marketing comes in. So if you are not doing a whole lot of marketing yet, I want you to choose one platform. You can probably pick my theme here across this whole episode. It's start with one, nail it, then add to it if you want to. So for me, my first platform that I focused on was, no surprise, Instagram. This year, or I should say 2019, last year, I added my podcast And in 2020, I'm going to focus on Instagram, my podcast, and my speaking. So first things first, don't jump into trying to do everything at once. Pick one thing first. So Instagram is now a major source of new clients for me. My podcast has got to that stage too. So figure out what's already bringing you clients and double down. Or if you aren't marketing with a strategy, Pick one platform that makes sense to you and go all in until you get traction. If you spread yourself thin, you're going to just slow down the results. And this is how my students are having their biggest months in business and booking more clients just from implementing an Instagram strategy rather than trying to do all the things and just trying to get as much content out across all these different platforms. So if you don't have a marketing strategy yet, go to emilyosmond.com forward slash free and you can take my free class to actually help you get a strategy in place. Okay, monthly focus. I love doing this. So once I have my goals clear and my strategies in place for how I'm going to achieve them, I then move to my monthly focus. What do I need to do each month over the year to help me meet my goals? And I love breaking them down this way. It gives me purpose, that variety, and also focus and stops me trying to do everything at once or everything in January. Often my monthly breakdowns will involve a couple of promotional focused months, also known as launches. You want to avoid launching or being in full promotion mode every month for the sake of your energy, but also your audience. We don't want to be just constantly sharing content that sales, 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 and in just full, like trying to sell everything at once. So let's get a bit more strategic about how we're approaching things. So to give you an idea of where my monthly focuses are for 2020, it involves doing two launches 
of my two programs. So that's four months in total, spaced over the year, about every quarter, where I'll be focused on my promotional marketing, on my launch marketing. It then involves a couple of months to actually roll out my new program, doing a live round of that. So I know that's going to be pretty intense. I don't want to be loading myself up with too much else. So I've mapped that in for a couple of months too. We're also going away on holiday next year. I have a beautiful friend getting married, or two friends, I should say, uh, an Australian and a Canadian. So we're heading over for their wedding in September, which I'm so excited about. But I've basically made September. That's going to be the focus because I'm going to be overseas. So business as usual, but I don't need to add something extra to my plate there. I'll be running Elevate the Retreat in October. And also applications are actually going to be opening to that soon. So make sure you get on the wait list at emilyosmond.com forward slash retreat. So that's going to be a pretty big focus for that month too in planning and, and rolling that one out. So hopefully that kind of starts to show you how to just get that broad overview focus of the year and it's as simple as a piece of paper. Honestly, I just get a piece of paper. I write down the months on the left-hand side. And then it takes me several iterations just to try and map things out. So I've got space between promotion and launch months. I've got a couple of holiday focuses in there, which I'm pretty bad at. So that needs to be worked on. I blame Coden. He works way too much. Anyway, that will hopefully be changing. And of course, rolling out big projects too. That's a bit of a focus for several months there too. Now, the people that I see who are overwhelmed, they don't have a focus or they just have way too many. So simplify and claim that monthly focus and it will quickly become pretty clear what your core content is and your marketing activities each and every month of the year because you've got that focus. Let's do a bit of a recap. I want you to start with creating a vision that excites you. Then get clear on what your revenue number is and don't forget to get that clarity around what your profit goal is and what your revenue goal is. Set your SMART goals for the year, which are going to get you to that financial number. Identify your core marketing channels and your strategies to actually help you meet those goals. Don't stop at setting goals. Start mapping out exactly how you are going to meet them. And then... If you like to do what I do, write down each month of the year and put a focus against each month. So I cannot wait for you to do this. I find it so helpful myself. Message me on Instagram, Emily Osmond. Let me know how you go and if this was helpful for you. And like I mentioned, if you enjoyed this episode, please, if you could, leave a written review. It's the best way to support the show and helps more people to find it. So that is it from me. Like I said, if you're listening on New Year's Eve, have an amazing night and we shall speak really soon. Thank you for listening to The Emily Osmond Show, brought to you by my Instagram freebies, which you'll find at emilyosmond.com forward slash free. So please take a few seconds to leave me a review, subscribe so that you don't miss an episode, and be sure to take a screenshot of this podcast, upload it to your social media, and tag me at Emily Osmond so I can give you a shout out too. Until next time, remember connection over perfection. You've got this and we'll speak soon.